Hi, everybody, and welcome to... Wait, what happened on The Bachelor? Wait, what happened on The Bachelor? I'm Marilee. And I'm Jessica. And each week we break down exactly what happened on The Bachelor, and we have a fun episode to break down this week. I'm super excited to go over everything that happened. Me too. And let's get into it. Just jump right in like they kind of did this episode. Right in with the first group date, which is writing a song to sing to Tasha. This would be my maybe worse for me than the feelings date. (laughs) (laughs) The feelings date definitely would have been worse for me. I thought this was an interesting one because they kind of like competed to see who got that one-on-one time. And normally like you kind of have like a group date or a one-on-one date, but this is an interesting way to kind of loop both of them together because I guess we're running out of time yeah I guess so um yeah it was it was good um a few of the guys I thought did a great job who was your favorite I don't even I don't even need to ask I already know let me look back at my notes um (laughs) there were I had a lot of thoughts on a lot of them I am a music um lover so I was really going with who had the best like overall song like lyrics and melody because that's part of a song so to me I thought Damar had a really great song even though his guitar playing wasn't that great he did come up with like lyrics and a melody but also you know that I love Ivan and I thought he made some pretty bold moves as well so those are my top two what about you those are actually my top two as well I figured that you loved Ivan's partly because you know you just love Ivan and it was a very Ivan like song like soft and sweet but still confident but I like Demar's a lot too, and I like I'm just a little curious about Demar in general. Like we haven't gotten to see that much of him, like compared to a lot of the other guys. I feel like um, this is nice that he got to shine a little bit there. I agree. This is a good like week for Demar. I am in a fantasy bachelor. Like I've talked a little bit about it, and Demar was one of the top scorers this week based on our rules. So he's really making himself stand out to Tasha, and I'm interested that. We haven't seen more of him because he seems like a great guy. He seems like a great guy. And, like, in my opinion, he's, like, one of the cutest guys they have um, this season. So I was just like, why is he not getting more attention? Yeah, we really Uh, don't know much about him. Yeah, like, tell me more. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get to know more about him and that he'll go pretty far because he's starting to really shine. Okay, and then on the bad side... Oh my gosh, Bennett's, oh, just like, like, I'll let you talk first. It was just kind of like, um, I mean, we all know Bennett went to Harvard and his rap sounded like it came from a guy who went to Harvard, not much um, style, um, but you could technically call it a rap. Yeah, what do you think about the choice to uh, rap as a white man at our at our nice only second black bachelorette? Um, you know, <laughs> I think that you should probably and stick- not rap well either. <laughs> not like he knew how to do it. He was like, "This is something that I am making an active choice to do to Tasha." 
as a thing I'm doing to try to get her to like me. Yeah, he seems just a little out of touch. Um, He's like, surely this is what she'll like. Yeah, I feel like sometimes he gets that, like, like let me fit in with the kids mentality when it's just like, uh, maybe you should just be yourself. You know, like, because you're not, like, a bad guy, I don't think. But, like, I don't want you to, like, put on a show. I just want you to be who you are. You know? I just, I can't believe the edit Bennett is getting, <laughs> honestly. Um, like, I think that he's getting a really pretty positive edit when he, like, I, I don't know. Just personally, I can't see a woman acting like this and being anything other than the villain. Just being like, I went to Harvard. Also, I think talking to you is like talking to a 14-year-old and you have chicken legs. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I can't really like, put my finger on what it is about Bennett that like rubs me the wrong way. But it is something like there is just something about like, I don't know. He's just kind of a jabroni. But he is getting a really good edit, so it's like, is he, is. he bad or is he and just kind of a jabroni? How much money is he paying yeah. producers? <laughs> it is really interesting. I don't know, but I've also said he gives me um, very John Paul Jones vibes. So like, I yeah. feel like that's what they're trying to go for. I though would rather hang out with JPJ than Bennett. True. Um, just because JPJ. Is not that doesn't have the arrogance, and I really, I'm not always a huge fan of people that have that are really arrogant. Like, just what? Just can you just hang out with the rest of us? You know. <laughs> I um think it's just kind of funny when people are that into themselves because to me it's just like, <laughs> oh, are you? Like, let me keep asking you questions about how great you are to see how highly you really think of yourself because that is so funny to me. <laughs> Like, you're that delusional? Like, that's what you think? That's so just you'd, be, you'd be in there just, just uh, asking Venom. Fanning the flames. Just gonna... <laughs> yeah, that's what I would be doing with Bennett, for sure. <laughs> that's what they needed somebody in there doing that. Maybe that's what the producers are doing. Maybe. <laughs> So after everybody kind of does their little song, um, some of them really good, some of them not so good, Ivan is the winner of the one-on-one date, which is really exciting. Yay. It was, I think, a, a pretty a pretty easy choice out of all of them. His was, like, the most, like, well thought out and intimate. Yeah. Um, and I think that she, like, probably needed to see that from Ivan, too, that he kind of had... Like a bold side in a way. Yeah. We said this about Ivan last week that he is a quiet guy because he is so sure of himself. And I feel like this was just like a really great way for him to show that boldness but still stay true to like who he is. Because he made really the moment about them together and he made it just as equally about her as he did him in like his performance or whatever you want to call it. So I feel like that's what she like really took out of it was like he made the moment about them together as a posted just like about him doing something funny yeah exactly and just like you said very true to him and then we get got to know him a little bit more or a lot more on this date too they had got into a pretty deep conversation yeah they got into a pretty deep conversation about you know 
everything that's been going on this year, you know, with Black Lives Matter protests and police brutality and, you know, all the things that kind of just come with what our country is going through. And I thought it was a really great conversation for both of them to have. And I thought it was a really great move for The Bachelor to be um, so real because I feel like if there's anything that we don't need this year, it's more just like fakeness and trying to cover up, you know, what all of our issues are. So I felt like it was a really great move for them to take this moment and make it real and give us those true emotions. Yeah, well said. Um, I just kind of wanted to throw in like something about um, that, like we got, I got from Rachel's podcast, because you know, we're both huge fans of her. Um, And Rachel talked about when she was kind of getting overwhelmed with those kinds of issues that she like felt like she didn't have anybody to turn to um and either like the cast or the production and she asked Tasha um if she had felt the same way um and Tasha said that she did not um and so I'm really happy for her um that she like had a like had somebody to like talk through that to um especially since this was filmed I think in August so it was like just right in the midst of that and like I don't know how much access they had to their phones but to like put that aside and like just try to like be focused on something else um it was uh I was happy for her and I was happy for The Bachelor to have a conversation like that put on the show um and to not shy away from it because sometimes they can be weenies about stuff like that for no reason (laughs) (laughs) So not surprised the conversation happened, but like, you know, could definitely see them being like, cut that out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad that we got to see this conversation happen because, um, you know, a lot of the Bachelor audience, Bachelor Nation probably isn't as familiar with these conversations. So it was like cool to just kind of like have that on screen to be like, look at what other people go through in their lives who may not be like you, like real stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then look and see if somebody even the Bachelor cast relatable. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I just thought it was a great moment for Bachelor and um, for Tasha and Ivan too. It was really nice for them to like be able to talk about those kind of things with each other. Yeah, they definitely progressed a lot on that day. And man, I gotta say, like Tasha is one of those people. Like she's like a, like a contagious crier. I swear. Like every time she teared up, like I also am crying. Like. <laughs> yeah you can just really feel her emotions you, can, you really can and it's just like the way she's like just has like the tears welling up too like I'm just like ah yeah she actually looks pretty great when she cries I don't look like that when I'm like upset or she sad. just got those like big doe eyes like yeah she, just, she can cry really well yeah. and still look really put together she just makes me cry too <laughs> show world right protect <laughs> yes <laughs> cool so Tasha and Ivan have this really great conversation they bond over you know their feelings about the world and being um, biracial and growing up in like different families and um it seems like they really understand each other. I think that's a really great thing about their relationship is they can really connect with each other. Like they can't connect with anybody else. 
Yeah. I do wonder, though, if they're almost a little bit more, like, on a friend level. Mm-hmm. I was kind of, I, like, think that they have great conversation, but I almost didn't see, like, a romantic side to it so much. What do you think? I 100% agree. And, and that's kind of Ivan's downfall is he's just such a sweet guy. You don't really think of him as this like romantic guy, even when he's doing something romantic, it's just like, Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. You know? Like, yeah. That's like the first word that comes to my mind when I think of Ivan. Right. So I think, you know, sweet guys don't always get the girl in the end, even if it's not exactly fair, but you know, there's someone out There's there. There's someone for out there. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I don't see them I don't necessarily see them together in the end, but I do think they have a really great like connection. I could see them like staying friends. Yes. After definitely. This, for sure. Definitely. Like, cuz they do seem to have like definitely a, like a natural connection and easy conversation and like yeah, and ease with each other. I just don't know that I see. Yeah. There wasn't the sparks that there were with, say, like, Brendan. Right. It's just missing that, like, one, like, key element, I feel. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of that date. And then before, like, before date, group date number two, there's a little bit of a drama before we get down into that date. Um, they get the date card passed out, and uh, Noah does commit the crime of saying he would want to spend more time with Tasha, um, which ooh, apparently is <laughs> not something you say. Uh, not around these guys, anyway. They're like very feisty. Um, I think like Ivan sh- or Ivan, sorry, Noah should say that he wants to spend more time with Tasha. He's not like. I, you don't got you guys don't deserve it. And I do. Yeah. Man, I want to spend more time with her. Yeah. It's like, why would he say, well, I had my time with her and I crushed that other date. So I think I'm okay. That's like yeah. <laughs> almost worse than saying I want to spend time with her. That's way worse. Just expressing me. He's just basically saying like, oh, I miss her. Um, and the guy's. Don't like that. I felt really bad. I don't. I don't think Noah's done anything bad at this point. At this point, I don't <laughs> think he's done anything bad. Yeah, he's been big and bold, but you could have also been just as big and bold too. So, you can't hate him for doing what he did because he's just an opportunist, you know. Yeah, at this and if point, you didn't get, and anybody else could say, "Oh yeah, I also hope to spend more time with Tasha." You know. That's, yeah, like, that's what you're all there for. <laughs> it's not a controversial thing to say. No. You would think. <laughs> you would think. Then we move in to group date number two. And we have some Bachelorette alums coming back, Becca and Sydney. They come to help do this scavenger hunt truth or dare thing almost. Yeah. I was kind of confused by the activity. Um, yeah, I, I was... <laughs> I didn't know if it was just me or not. No, I was pretty, I was a little lost. Um, I was like, oh, scavenger hunt, but also truth or dare. But then it seemed like mostly dares and no truths. And the truth part was just their conversations. 
Yeah. It's a little all over the map for me. Um, I think this is is just an example of them trying to come up with these dates while they're at the fabulous La Quinta and can't really go anywhere else. (laughs) These are the ideas that they kind of come up with. And I'm not going to say it doesn't work, but it's not what we're used to. Yeah, it it was felt like a rough draft a little yeah. bit. Um, we could have thought but, through that one a little more. So they have a couple challenges. They have to eat gross smoothies. They have to do an orgasm noise into the mic. Um, and they have to propose with habanero peppers. Yes. Which are all so strange. <laughs> I haven't uh, thought of those. Uh, also different. Um, so at first I thought, I don't know, I thought it was like, I guess they all had to drink some kind of smoothie. Yeah. So what happened if they didn't do it was my question. Like, what if they were Right. I just say, was like, is there winning that. anything? Like. There wasn't, I don't remember them giving out. the guys out. almost threw up. I was like, is, for what? Yeah. Like. What would have happened if he didn't? Did he get a time penalty? Is that what they the, is that what they were doing? But then no two of them showed up to one event at the same time. So how are they doing a timed event? I I don't know. Like I just this one was a little bit up in the air for me. Yeah, I was confused by this date. It's getting more confusing as I'm trying to like think of explanations of what was going on. <laughs> Like many bachelor competitions, it didn't really seem to be for anything or have many set rules. Nope. Uh, it, it was all a little odd. I think I could see where they were going with the peppers too, but I think they maybe could have picked a hotter pepper or something. Yeah. Because not the, just a habanero pepper. Yeah, habanero pepper is not that. Um, not really spicy. that spicy. And maybe <laughs> it's probably just what they had at the La Quinta kitchen. Yes, probably. Because I was talking to my boyfriend, and he was like, he loves spicy stuff, and he was like, a habanero pepper would not make me like gag. It might make me like you know have a burning sensation in my mouth, but like you know, it's not gonna be like a yeah, pepper that's gonna, gonna send be, like, a you funny, over the edge. Sweaty, drooly kind of thing. Yeah, it's um, not like a ghost pepper. Like yeah, <laughs> it's just a habanero. That's like it one step up from jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, very weird. Very weird. Yeah. And then, at this point, uh, I get interrupted with a RuPaul Old Navy commercial, which I did not know was out. Um, Adam and I was curious if you also got those with yours. I've um, been seeing this commercial. And what you thought about the RuPaul Old Navy commercial. That was a brand crossover I was not expecting, and I had to bring it up. Yeah, um, you know, I like anything RuPaul does, and that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I liked it. You know what? It did. It worked on me, I guess. Uh, it made me think about some Old Navy pajamas. Me too. It really did make me think about Old Navy because I thought I haven't been there and I don't know how long. I was long. like, okay, Old Navy. <laughs> yes, I have been seeing that though. I like it. All right, and then back to the bachelor. <laughs> So later that night comes the truth part of the dare, truth or dare date, I guess. Um, and it's just them talking like a normal cocktail hour. Yeah. 
She did have some like pretty deep conversations though. I feel like she always is digging pretty deep with these guys. Um, they almost felt like just like many one-on-ones to me in a way. Yeah. Uh, just because of the way that she's like kind of getting to the heart of all those conversations. I she really is so smooth. Like she just has a way with people. She really does. I love to watch her talk to these guys because, you know, like I feel like her intentions are so clear and I feel um, like she just has a really great way of like leading the conversation to getting the answer that she wants in a way that doesn't feel like overpowering or intimidating. I think she's just very charming. Like she makes people, I mean, I think she makes people like her and feel like she likes them, Um, which is like a great trait to have in a bachelorette because that definitely, I mean, it makes people like her like beyond her looks like she's a people that a person that people want to get to know you know and get to be around yeah and it definitely makes you want the best for her because you're like well this girl is so awesome like I of course would want her to find the love of her life you know like yeah she definitely deserves it agreed agreed um so she has like a nice little conversation with Bennett by the pool and he Um, brings up that he's been engaged before but he knew it wasn't right so he called off the engagement and he is really excited to explore his relationship with Keisha he was a little harsh on divorced people though in that conversation and made me like wonder if he knew that about Taisha and maybe like was part of the reason I think there was a difference in how he perceived that conversation went yeah and how she did because it just, it really came across, like, very, I mean, I don't know, if, did you think, did you feel that way? I was a little, like, eek! Um, I feel like he was very opinionated, but I think that it might just be because of where he's coming from. I don't know. I feel like I wasn't really able to clearly judge how he is. Just based on that one conversation, I think I would need to hear more, but I'm interested in knowing what you think. It just, it just was like, I didn't think that it sounded like something he would say if he knew that Tasha had been divorced. Um, so, which just makes me wonder, like, how far they've really gotten. I think that's true. I definitely think he would have phrased it a little bit differently had he known that she was divorced. Or is divorced? Has yeah, been divorced? Has, I don't know. I don't know what the tense divorced. of that is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she also has a good conversation with Zach C in the hot tub. He kind of melted my heart there because he says, he's like, I like the way you treat other people, which I thought was just such a sweet compliment. I thought so too. And just really said a lot about him. Um, so that just moved him way up to me. And I just, I was like, wow, what a great compliment. I agree. I, um, I was talking to Matthew again, my boyfriend, and he is not a fan of Zaxi. And I don't know why. He just, I don't know. I guess he doesn't believe him. He says, Zaxi says he's shy, and I believe him when he says he's shy. But Matt yeah. does not believe him, and he doesn't like him for some reason. So I'm not sure why he well, would we'll think have that. Because I, I mean, I'm a, I am a fan of Zax after Me that. Too. I, just, I mean, like, I'm kind of like a sucker for like words of affirmation. Me too. <laughs> to get back to that. 
So I'm like, no, I love that. That's just to notice that. And I think it's something that's like, is so true about Tasha too. Like it's a very individualized compliment. I agree. I feel like if somebody told me that's what they loved about me, I'd be like, oh, wow, you really pay attention to what I do. Yeah. Like just to notice how I treat other people, like beyond what I look like or something that I've said, like you've noticed how I act. And I feel like that's really yeah. like telling of a person. So we'll see. I really like, I'm so a fan of Zach see. C right now, but we'll see, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Keep, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. So next we have this little bit. We hear um, Ben talking about how he is really upset that he didn't get the time that he wanted with Tasha from the last, like before the last rosemary, I guess the last cocktail party. Um, and Ed, uh, too, is not happy with the amount of time that he's had with Tasha. so they both have the bright idea to go and find her and tell her how they feel. This would not work on me. I... <laughs> <laughs> they said it was 2.30 in the morning. Like, she's just got back from that group date. That's exhausting. Like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. After that, and now people are trying to come find her. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I feel sorry. Like, go ahead. No, there are rules for a reason. Like <laughs> the Bachelorette needs downtime. You know, like if anybody's allowed to come see them willy nilly, then why doesn't everybody come see her all the time, all every day? You know what I mean? Like there are yeah. rules. And I'm not even against like going against the rules. I'm just saying if it's two thirty in the morning, like give her a break. Yeah, it better be important if it's two thirty in the morning, you know? Yeah. Like you better blow my mind with some new information <laughs> or something because that is yes. late. Yes. And the fact that two people are trying to do it. So Ed, the producers tell him the wrong place to go. Like poor Ed, like this is not his fault. Like there's producers with him, there's cameramen with them. They know where they're going. Yep. They think it's hilarious. Like Chris is mic'd up. Like he's ready for it. He's got the wine. He's got the glasses. He's ready for it. They're like I think that the producers are they one hundred percent one hundred percent. This is this them having fun with him because in no real time would you be like, oh, person at the door at two thirty in the morning. Oh, oh, it's a mistake that you ended up here. Well, why don't you come inside anyway and share some wine with me? Yeah, I think on a on a regular day when he knows the cameras aren't going to be there, Chris Harrison is in a face mask, probably asleep <laughs> at two thirty. I don't imagine him just being like, yeah, come inside and drink wine. Yeah, ready for a guest. so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, that's weird. Because, like, it was a mistake. Somebody comes and knocks on my door and is like, oh, wrong house. I'm not like, well, now that you've knocked. (laughs) Now that you're here. Now you have to stay with me. (laughs) No, this is just the producers having fun. Um, and so then meanwhile they do tell Ben the right way to get to Tasha's place and she is more gracious than I because she is like oh sure I'm still ready to have an intelligent conversation even though I've been going all day long and just got out of a group day and it's 2.30 in the morning why not sure please lay some feelings on me (laughs) She is so gracious and so nice because I would have been like, can we talk about this another time? 
or like be the first one to grab me tomorrow i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah i would have i would have said please leave at this moment and it's like two days after Two. Two days after it happened. All of a sudden at 2.30 in the morning, it's now an emergency to apologize. I didn't even realize it was two days after. Like, I could see, like, maybe the day after. Like, that's showing some initiative. But yeah, two days? I only know because Keisha said she's like, I like that he, like, sat aside and took two days to really think about it and then come back and apologize. That's too long, in my opinion. Too long. <laughs> you knew you were wrong when I told you you were wrong two days ago. <laughs> but it seems to work on her he kind of wins her over in the end saying he's really gonna try more and that he wants to really be there with her and for her and he's gonna be the first one to grab her every single time now and he's there for her don't trust him at all i trust that he has good intentions but i don't know that he has good follow-through i don't know that i trust that he has good intentions i don't know it's just very like i don't know it doesn't seem super genuine to me just something about him i hope i'll be proved wrong yeah but he just seems a little bit like um i don't know he seems maybe like a little shallow to me and i don't necessarily mean that in a bad way just maybe there's just like not a lot of depth um so that's what i'm like my like position right now is like actions speak louder than words so like if he really is the first one to like really step up and do whatever Tasha needs to do if she's the judge so you know of course and he does follow through and steps up then first for her the next day so there was good follow through there and I'm sure he does seem like he's like not gonna let that mistake happen again at all 100% he like will he does seem like he will not that mistake Yeah, that's he's like that's a simple one to fix right there. Like, just make sure you have time. <laughs> Which I really appreciate that in a person that if you like come to them and say something's bothering you, that they're like, "Oh, well, I'll change that." Yeah, I always really, really appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's my position on Ben. Is we're just gonna have to wait and see. Like, if he keeps up the whole, you know, first one to grab her and does these things to really show that he loves her or is into her, then you know, whatever. I'm totally cool with it. She also has some other good conversations during the cocktail party. Um, she Riley pulls out a boyfriend and girlfriend contract. I thought that was kind of funny. Because <laughs> he's Riley's the attorney. Yes. So pretty funny. He seems like a good guy too. Mm-hmm. Like again, lots of good guys. Real jobs. Love it. Right. Right. We love that. And then Tasha is starting to have a conversation with Noah, who has already gotten a rose at this point, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but he still gets his time, which I don't have an issue with him like having time, even if you have a rose. Like that's not it's <laughs> not your fault. You still get the time definitely. that yeah, like, yeah you definitely. still get the time that there is. Um, but he kind of says that the guys, the other guys, are questioning why she would give him a rose and like saying she's only doing it um, for laughs or to like spite the other guys. Maybe <laughs> I was a little confused on the accusation, but she 
she took it as they were questioning her intentions, which I would be upset about as well. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, this one was just, it's hard to say, like, what really was said, because, you know, of course, like, we're not with the guys, like, all the time, and we don't, we don't know, like, so we don't know if, like, what was said to Noah, but it just, based on what we saw, it seemed a little, like, it seemed dramatic, drama, and then I think that then Tasha when she, like, heard it, I think it just maybe, like, due to her, some of her own, like, anxieties and fears, she just seemed a little bit like, almost to take it one step further into, like, how bad it was, like. I feel like in this moment, like, Noah is trying to make himself, in his mind, just more memorable, maybe. Like, I think he's trying to kind of set himself apart from these other guys. Yeah, he's trying to make some point, like, that's not even what upsets me. What upsets me is that they would question your Right choices but, but I think then she took it as like oh they're questioning my choices exactly. like they're questioning my integrity and like that's exactly what she did not want to hear like that was you know like her whole thing yeah, kind of confirmed something yeah. internally like that was like her, her like you know you just told her the one thing she didn't ever want to hear so like to her obviously that's going to cause like a big reaction and I t- you know not even to his credit but I don't think necessarily Noah was expecting her to have that big of a reaction to it I think I he was think expecting so either. I think he was expecting a reaction but not that big of a reaction agreed he cuz I, I just think that that was not really what he was trying to accuse the guys of or if he was, I just don't think that he was trying to, like, intentionally take anybody else's time. Because after this, um, Tasha kind of confronts the guys and says this cocktail party is over. We're just going to go straight to the rose ceremony. I don't think he was expecting the consequences of that conversation to be so extreme. Definitely not. But, I mean, I'm, I was kind of with the guys on, like, that was not the best move to pull. Because you really did take away all of their time for that night. Yeah. And that is what kind of, like, made him the bad guy. Right. I think he should have, like, if that truly wasn't what he meant to say, like, he should have gone back to Tasha and be like, whoa, like, that really... My bad. My bad. Like, that wasn't what I was really trying to say. Right. And if he truly did feel that, like, these guys were questioning her intentions, then he should have, as the guy said, come up to them one-on-one and had a conversation as opposed to going off and telling her something that he felt that he hadn't confirmed, so. Yeah, very much so. So that leads us into the rose ceremony. Which, uh, we lose one, two, three, four guys tonight, I think. It feels like a lot, but I guess we've got to kind of speed it up, right? Right. It's, um, getting kind of down to it. And somebody mentioned that earlier on in the episode that, um, they kind of just thought the cuts were going to get bigger and bigger. And I think that we're kind of at that point. It's do or die. Yeah. And we took... Some losses this week. We did. We did take some losses this week. Yeah, so Joe, Dr. Joe went home. I was pretty devastated. Like, we didn't get to, like, hear very much from him. And it made me mad. Like, I just think that he deserved more. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty bummed about that. So he went home. Mm -hmm. And then... Jordan C. 
Uh, he was the one that was always wearing his glasses. Yep. Uh, and we didn't get to hear much from him, too. Nope. Kenny went home. I was fine with that. Um, I He was kind of here, <laughs> here and there for me. I thought he was funny sometimes, but, uh, I mean, he wasn't going to win, so. And the Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <Jason>. <laughs> <laughs> his um a- a- adjective uh did not win Tasha over. Um calling her a smoke show didn't do anything to keep him from going home. So um unfortunate for him. Alright, and I think that was it. Yeah, that's where we end the episode this week. Do you have any overall thoughts for the episode? Um, overall, I just think it's nice to kind of get back on track. I think Letitia's continuing to, like, do a really good job. Um, like, I think if she continues on this, she could be, like, really one of, like, the best Bachelorettes. Oh, definitely. Um, she, especially, like, of recent, she, she is doing so good. Um, and I think that, that she has a great group of guys, and I think that she's, like, the one she's keeping, except for Joe. Our good choices, <laughs> except for sending Joe home. Other than that, I've approved of how she's doing so far. Yeah, I would totally agree. She's been my favorite Bachelorette to watch um, by far out of all of the I, – and I haven't been watching, you know, Bachelor for that long, but – you know, I really started watching um, kind of at JoJo's season. So since then, she's been my favorite Bachelorette to watch. And I think that she's also had one of the best groups of guys. Um, so I am happy that we're kind of getting into it because we're starting to get into more serious conversations. Um, I, hometowns, I guess, are going to start coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Right. Do you remember Tasha's dad? Yeah, I do. I do. I can't wait to see him again. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, I guess we'll see what happens the rest of the season. I'm ready for her dad to lay the law down on these guys. It'll be fun to watch for sure. It will. And now it's time for a segment we like to call Matt James. Who is he? And that brings us to Matt James. Who is he? (laughs) Our favorite segment of the show, when we say a little fun fact about our next Bachelor, Matt James, who his season's premiering so, so soon. And I can't believe that it's like pretty much here. We've been talking about him for, like, a while now. I feel like we're starting to really know who he is, and we're about to see a season. It's really exciting. It is. And I think fi- and finally he's starting to get this little bit of promotion. Um, like, they're starting to, like, le- do a little, little bits and more of his season. Um, starting to look, looks like there's a little bit of drama amongst the girls based on the promos. Yeah. I- <laughs> so I'm excited. Me too. Um, All right, you go first. Cool. So my Matt James fact, we talked about how he is living in New York now, um, but he is from North Carolina. So we have ourselves a Southern gentleman, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> I think that like kind of explains um why he's so like uh kind and sweet and like gentlemanly. I feel like, you know, southern guys have that charm and I'm excited to see that charm charm these girls because they seem do we know if he has a southern accent at all i'm not sure he's from raleigh um so i'm not sure i haven't heard him talk that much which is unfortunate but maybe we'll we'll see when his season premieres Maybe. I hope, I hope you know, maybe when he drinks a little bit. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> When he drinks, he might out. have a little yeah. bit of a southern accent. <laughs> yeah. I always think that's fun if people, <laughs> people have a little bit of a southern accent. I wonder if there will be more girls from the south as well. Um, you know, because they really like to pull girls from Texas uh, <laughs> and yeah. southern well, states. I'm really hoping, I don't know if we said this maybe as another fun fact already this season, but Matt James has said he's, like, really into girls of, like, all different sizes. Yeah. Um, too. So, like, I don't think we've ever really had that at all on The Bachelor. No. Um, it'd nice, be nice to see kind of more than one form of beauty. Totally. Um, and I, I'd love to have a Bachelor that, like, can appreciate that. All right. I have my fun fact. Okay. All right. Just because a lot of people, you know, care about height. So Matt James, six foot tall, five inches, six feet, five inches. I said that in a weird way. But so he is a tall guy. I did not realize he was that tall. I was thinking like he is maybe six foot, but wow, like that's yeah, pretty tall. Yeah, he is a tall guy. Wow. I feel like that really puts it in, into perspective. Like, wow, that's a tall guy. It makes sense that he's very like athletic. Yeah, it does make sense. That it does help in many a sport. <laughs> yeah, or at least that's why I tell myself it's hard for me. Me too. Like I'm just short. It's that's not, why. Yeah, I can't do this at all. I'm not that's athletic because I'm that's short. <laughs> exactly. I'm like I can't run very fast. My legs aren't very long. It's just physics. <laughs> So Matt James probably tall enough to jump a fence for a girl. Totally. You know, it's important in the Bachelor Nation now. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Somebody's got to jump a fence on your season. <laughs> if somebody doesn't jump a fence for you, do they really love you? Right. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, the first guy who jumped a fence, his relationship didn't even work out, so. No. And it's kind of, no, I don't think is really uh, our future winner either. No. <laughs> well i think that brings us to a close so i hope everybody will join us again next week yeah on wait what happened on the bachelor wait what happened on the bachelor bye, bye.